overlook the New York rap sound. Christian 
award show. I don't think anything's wrong with the award show because the scripture's very clear. Um, to know those who work among you and give them double honor. You know what I'm saying? They, if it's done in the spirit of brotherhood of that verse, I don't see anything wrong with it because your victory, Rich, is really holy hip-hop's victory. You know what I'm saying? Because we in this together. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's what people don't realize. Like, in town is not a gospel hip-hop award show. It's an award show that, that honors gospel music, period, all around. So for them to even, what, what's beautiful is that they have recognized that gospel rap is a genre that God can use, and they have given us a category. Now, the, the, the prestigious awards that are in gospel for so many years, we, you know, we've been fighting for that type of like, hey, man, they treat us like we're steps on that. Nobody want to see it at the party. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, so for N. Sal to come along and say, hey, we, we've got all these other categories and we want to make sure. And then what they did was, his was beautiful. Uh-huh. They didn't say, we know hip hop like that. They didn't, you know, like a couple years back in the war, yeah, well, I, I'm going to get in trouble, man. You see, preach, you be getting me in trouble. You'll make me say too much. You know, when, when, cat, when other award shows were now putting in uh, the category of gospel rap, you could have... You know, you knew from the nominations that they really didn't know gospel rap with some of the names that were nominated for gospel rap. Okay, album. okay, okay. So you, so you basically, you, you ain't gonna say it. I'll say it for you. They would put like Kirk Franklin and some of these other guys, and and they thought that that represented holy hip hop. And right. And, it, and, and it did. one year it was so one year it was so bad they had nominated Kanye West, and then. Apparently somebody must have told him Kanye ain't a gospel rapper, and then they pulled him. Mm. It was that bad, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but here's the point I'm trying to make: that what I appreciate about N Sound is that they didn't say we know hip hop like that, but they went to to a legitimate source of people mm-hmm. who does, and they say you be the one to handle the hip hop category. They went straight to the South.com, and they said, you know what? You guys handle that. We are not going to try to act like we are, you know, the experts in that genre, which is smart, man. And um, mm. I just wish, like, the rest of, of uh, the people that are out there that are doing these other award shows would hook up with the, the, the South.com, would hook up with the Preach That Fire and, and these other brothers like yourself who's doing so much of great things for the Lord, you know what I'm saying? And, and I know a lot of people, like you said, hate gospel award shows and you know what I'm saying I, I understand why because some people for some people it is competition yeah. the heart of a man always can corrupt something that, that is meant to be good you know what I mean but um but ultimately though man there's no competition I honestly I salute everybody in that category and brothers um y'all are soldiers just, just like I am on the front line and I got y'all back and I know well, I pray that y'all would have mine too. Let me ask you, I'm just going to hit it in a nutshell. I heard a rumor last week, uh, not last week, last September, and here was the rumor, and you could, you could answer it and see if it's any validity or not and clear it up right now. It was only told to me once. It's not something that's going around. It was told to me personally that you were considering or thinking about doing a track addressing the topic of Calvinism and Pentecostalism and holy hip-hop. Is that true? Was this something you were thinking about or... That's just false. Somebody wanted. They made that up. Talk to me. Nah, that, that's not a rumor at all, brother. That, that's something that is uh, definitely true. Uh, I, I definitely considered speaking about the, the fact that, uh, you know, theology has caused 
uh, a lot of division. And, and the reason why it, was, it, it bothers me is because sometimes you walk into an arena and um, you didn't even get a chance to speak yet. Mm. But just because somebody, just because you might have a little bit of a different theological view, you know, it's almost like your validity as a minister is being questioned. Mm. And um, so I, I was I was feeling the pressure from that angle. Also, I was just seeing, you know, me being a pastor here in uh, Queens, New York, and um, of, of an Assembly of God church, and the Assembly of God organization has some very strong doctrine, you know. Um, On Pentecostalism as well. With, with, yeah, we are Pentecostal, uh-huh. but when you when you go through our uh, theological classes to even get uh, ordained or licensed or certified as a minister, we speak about in our books we address Calvinists, we address the differences, and um, you know, there's nothing written in the book that would would slander or down talk. Uh-huh. But it, 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 it would state the difference uh-huh. in the belief. But the book wouldn't tell us to view a Calvinist or anybody of that nature as unsaved. Exactly. Now, with that being said, with that being said, um, the, 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 the thing is, you know, I have brothers in the faith who, um, I, and some of them, and to be honest with you, they don't like to be addressed as Calvinists. They, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. They, they would rather probably reformed or whatever it is. And I have a lot of brothers in the faith who are reformed. Uh-huh. Who we do we do concerts together all the time. So the, the problem is not. Well, I can't even say that. There are artists who are Pentecostals and Reformed who have been able to see, hey man, this is one of them arguments that has been going on for a long time uh-huh. and probably will continue yep. forever. Because the Bible the Bible gives uh, uh, scriptures that kind of supports both ends. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Now we know the Bible is not, the God is not the author of confusion. Exactly. So he cannot... God is not confused on the topic. I have my own personal belief, which will take another show to exactly. kind of, you know, I, you know, uh, explain how I believe the sovereignty of God and 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 the fact that, uh, that the, you know, and it is a lot of brothers don't hate this. Uh-huh. The fact that I believe a man has a choice exactly. on earth. So do I. I, I believe in I believe, they, I believe I believe they work hand in hand, and uh-huh. I, I believe that scriptures can kind of show that. And people say, well, how does that work together? You can't figure that out. Well, the Trinity is another mystery, but I don't I don't ever argue it because I see it there. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, so so there's a lot of things theologically um that I feel. Uh, but my bottom line was this: that, that it got so so. It is at this point, as I travel, man, as I, as I go through this country, and I, I, I can go to a city where, you know, I can feel it already, and I can I can get those questions, and, I, mm-hmm. and I'm drilled, so I kind of wanted to address it in yeah. a song, that it, you know, in the best way I knew how, and was put it, it out there. Was it around the time, basically. yeah, was it around the time where Holofest began to address the same issue? Like, I did a couple of shows, like, I did a series on it, it was a time it was that I was... Exactly Uh-huh. It was going to be more of a song along the lines as, listen, man, 
Christ first, ultimately. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The foundation first, the basics first. Mm-hmm. Faith in Christ brings salvation and the death, burial, resurrection, those things. As long as we got those, those other deep mysteries that we keep arguing about, uh-huh. that, you know what I'm saying, that divides us. Here's my thing. One time I told somebody this. I said, brother, when I'm with you, I got your back 100%. And I don't tell anybody this man is demonic. He's a he's a heretic. I don't tell anybody that that you are such and such. And I told the brother, I said, but I hope when I walk away, because I do believe in God's anointing, and, and I do believe that He's able to heal, or you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Which there are some reformed brothers that do believe that too. Which is crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of us we say the same thing. It just, you know, but people, people, I guess, human nature, they love controversy, so they would uh-huh. want to fan flames to the fire. They would, they would love nothing more than to see this camp go against this camp and gospel hip hop. And it's funny because a lot of those type of stories get covered more than, hey, 60 people just got saved up in this show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They would, they would cover those type of stories more. But, uh, that's just human nature. But ultimately, you know, my thing was, I, I said to the brother, when I leave, I love Jesus. I am saved. I'm going to heaven. Uh-huh. And I hope that that when I leave, you wouldn't say that I'm a heretic mm. or that I'm off. A false you know, brother. Just because you don't agree. Or a false brother. Or, two, or I'm a false brethren. Or, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Just because you didn't believe with one or two statements that I made. Now, I say all that to come back to pastoring the church in Queen. I saw what it was doing to some of the people that that are um, under me, in, you know, in the church where I was, and just some basic questions that were coming up that, um, you know, I knew what was happening. I knew where it was coming from, you know what I'm saying? And I said, well, uh, gospel rap has always been something that, that we kind of pride ourselves in. You know, having this so-called unity uh-huh. that the church itself never really was able to accomplish because there's Baptist, Pentecostal, non-denominational. Even the non-denominational now is almost coming, turned into a denomination, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. they pride themselves in saying, well, we're non-denominational. We're not of any of you. It's the same thing <laughs> where in First Corinthians, where Paul rebukes the Corinthian church, and he, he said... He singled out a certain crowd that said, I am of Christ. That's, you know, sometimes sometimes the non-denominational people fall in that line. They say they non-denomination, but in reality, non-denomination is a denomination, even though they say they're not. Because because you, you even, even though it's not concrete, it's not concrete as far as written tenets, but the worldview is the same in all of their churches. So therefore, it, it makes them a denomination that, that's based upon principles rather than a written code. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Before it even leaves my mind, I really want to ask you this. So then what's your thoughts? And I agree with everything that you said. You know, and I feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? And I've addressed it. For me, it's a dead horse. I'm not going to address the Calvinism issue no more because it is what it is. I mean, we're one of the only radio shows that really went in on it, dedicated four shows to it. I interviewed every reform rapper that's considered, you know, the, the, the forefront leaders of that movement, 116 Flame. I said sorry to Flame and all that stuff or maybe my mannerisms or whatever the case may be. It didn't change my views about certain doctrinal views, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And we've talked about this. 
sat and argued and debated scriptures with them. So this is not a rap beef of mine. This is just genuinely a confusion that is now in the church. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where where they, where they, where the the, the 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 people are asking, but wait a minute, what? Which one is it? You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm trying to tell them like. Dude, just a little bit of study in the scriptures, you'll see that it's really that not not that much of a big issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But 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 people who listen to the music and people who are out here, they will make it bigger than it is. And like I said, when I walk into an arena, I'll automatically feel like you've disqualified me as a minister because I am not of such and such theological uh, viewpoint, uh-huh. and then some of the arenas I walk into, and they'll hear you like, yeah. But even in that, in those arenas, I have to say, calm it down. Not because I have the same viewpoint. That means I'm, I'm leading this revolution to kill the other side. Exactly. I'm exactly. trying to say, hey man, let, let's get this balance. Yeah, you, you, know you, you, hit, you hit it. You let, hit let, it. Let, let, let's, you know, let's move on. Uh, you hit it right on the head. You know, sometimes what happens is because. We're passionate concerning our personal convictions, and we voice them. People tend to think that we're trying to become the champion promoter of that certain view. And I get that a lot with Holofest. I don't promote Pentecostalism. I'm a, I am a holy hip hopper that's Pentecostal, and. I happen to be a pastor, so my convictions are already set. They're not really going to change as much unless the Holy Spirit, and unless I get some good, strong admonition from brethren and say, hey, stop that, do this, look at this, wait, point of view. But I am not an avid promoter. I don't preach tongues. I don't preach, get filled with the Holy Spirit. But but sometimes they think or they assume that I'm... I'm preaching the cross. Paul said, God forbid that I preach anything unless it's the cross of Christ. But what happens is they see that I'm passionate or they see that you're, you know, you're from New York. And on top of that, you happen to be a pastor that's in a Pentecostal denomination. So I've seen you minister. There are times you go straight Pentecostal on people as far as you're like, man, forget the music. Man, I want to preach to these souls here. So they assume that you're promoting Pentecostalism in reality, you're you're a Christian, you're a born-again believer whose whose theological persuasion is affiliated more on a Pentecostal side, but you're not promoting, Richie Righteous is not promoting Pentecostalism, Holofest is not promoting Pentecostalism, so then those who are of their personal conviction tend to think that we're clashing at them, like purposefully, and it's really not. You know what, you know, you know what to preach, me and you had this conversation briefly, and what I was saying to you too, what's unfortunate too is that, uh, there's a group of people that, that so hates the Pentecostal movement. Now, that they, they don't even label us Pentecostal, they just label us all as charismatics. And my, my problem with that is, it now, gives the people who whether they hear, okay, Rich, you have the Pentecostal persuasion, automatically in their mind what they begin to think of is some video they were showing or some people rolling on the wall or barking like dogs uh-huh. or doing some weird yes, stuff. Yes. Now my my thing is my thing is I would love to sit with people and let them know Pentecostal is not just it's not speaking in tongues. That that you know that is the least of 
exactly. You know what I'm saying? We want to get beyond ourselves. But here's the thing. When I got to that chapter, I said, okay, they don't give me this huge explanation on tongues because as a, as a youngster, I thought that's what it that's what this whole denomination is about. Uh-huh. Man, they took that about one page in a whole hundred and something page book just about what this. And I said, that's it. I flipped back and that. Because they, they were trying to make the point that the Holy Spirit's power is to make us bold witnesses, mm-hmm. to empower us to preach this gospel. It's not just, yes, 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 the denomination believes that, and this is where the difference comes in, that that initial experience is marked by a speaking of in tongues. But they say other than that, that, that should not be the focus. It's the work of the Holy Spirit that he does after that we should focus on. And so, you know, I sat there and I said, that's all they wrote on this? But that, and that's what people don't understand. They get this misconception that we're all about tongues and we place this great emphasis on you must speak in tongues. And, you know, there's many different, like, there's, like, we are not a denomination. Of, there's a denomination out there that believes you must speak in tongues to be saved. I'm not that. I don't Me believe neither. that. I will Me never neither. preach that. Exactly. But, 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 yes, but guess what? To the next man, he'll group us all in the same thing. Mm-hmm. He'll never take time to see the difference. Just like in Reformed theology, there's different. There's, there's the extreme five point Calvinist. Uh-huh. There's those who say, well, I'm a four and a half point. I'm a three. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing. So, so my thing is like, man, just, just don't, just don't hear me. You know, ultimately what I believe, man, is that no man on this earth can earn salvation. Uh-huh. It's not a worse thing that he should boast. Every man has. That's what's beautiful about God. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to be a Reformed theologist or a Pentecostal, we all got to go through that blood, that death, burial, and resurrection. That's the only way to be saved. So you, let me ask you, are you still, I got one more question I want to ask you, but I want, I want, I want you to finish this thought. Are you still going to do this track, or is you just drop the topic completely and say, maybe in the future I'll do this, or is this something that you actively going to put on your next album? This whole topic um, that we're talking I, about. I, 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 you know, with me, the way I write is, is, is weird, man. That's probably why, that's probably a good thing, because the song would have been out a long time ago. Like, when I wrote Who You Represent, I had the hook, like, a year before I had the verses. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, the thing about me is, like, the Lord was giving me the words of what to say, and I never finished the entire song. Is mm. it something that I, that, that I plan to put out? Yeah, it, it definitely won't bring the vision. It'll definitely spark up a conversation and, uh-huh. and cause cats to listen to each other more before we stab each other as soon as we see one another. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which I think is a great thing. So um, is, is, is it something that's going to be on the album? Then again, I'm a weird dude when it comes to album. You know, I sit and pick and choose. But if it's something that the Lord definitely lays on my heart, it'll be out there. If, if, if not, you know, if the Lord says, hey, man, I just was dealing with you and gave this one for you. There's some songs the Lord gives just for you, mm-hmm. and then there's some things he said, I need you to address the public. Um, I, I, I have no problems in, in being, listen, man, my yeah. thing is I'm transparent, man. Uh-huh. If this is what I'm thinking, I'll let you know. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this. I have no problems putting it up. Last question. Last question. And... You know, and this is along the lines of what we we've, we've always talked about here and there when we when we do speak. Okay, the unity. Now right. we know that's like the number one topic. Now I'm, I'm gonna be 100 with you with me. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you can address this a little bit more, and maybe even address me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna be honest with you. There was a time that I preached unity 
here at Holofest Radio in the beginning stages. And, you know, as time went on, it, it became apparent that unity sometimes was being jumbled with uniformity. So I, I felt in the beginning I, I was very, it seemed, I seemed very naive. And maybe it's just me, maybe it's personal preference. And I preached a lot of unity, and, and, and I lived it. But as time went on, I began to realize how people say it, but in reality, what their meaning is, unity within uniformity, which means we can be unified but as long as you sound, think, and act like me. And as soon as you begin to express um, a different view, I noticed that conflict arised. And I'm going to be honest with you, I've been doing Holofest three years, going on three years. I don't have that, I stopped preaching unity a long time ago, because I'm having a hard time believing in it. Right now, where I'm at mentally, I don't even think it's really possible. I think, I think it's, I think God called us to respect each other's ministry and hold each other in prayer and, and understand each one is in their own lane. But, but with, I, I wrestle with scripture verses like Romans 14 that says, let each one be persuaded in their own mind. And that word own means my thinking. So, you know, it, it, Scripture's giving me the right to say that I could hold this personal view. I'm not talking about the fundamentals and the basics that you mentioned. We all got to agree with that. If you step outside, outside of that, then we got a problem. I'm just talking about secondary, third, fourth issues. You know, I noticed that when I expressed what's persuaded in my own mind, people have a problem. And it, it, thro it throws me off because I'm thinking true biblical unity is found in diversity. This is my understanding that the eye cannot think like a foot because it's an eye. But the scripture says that the eye cannot say I don't need the foot. So in order to say I don't need the foot, that means we respect and know that we need each other. I'm finding out even within our own camp, even within Christian hip-hop radio, or as soon as I express my personal view which scripture says be persuaded in your own mind it's different than someone else's I find that I I personally get either rejected motives questioned put in the topic of controversy my show has never been controversial I made one comment about Flames Track Richie and I got labeled controversy do I use controversy to promote the show yes Yes, I do, because controversy creates curiosity. But when they listen to an interview that I did with Fl uh, Flame and others, everybody walked away saying, you know what, that was a great interview. Do I use it for marketing? Yes, I do. Maybe that's an issue on my part. I understand that, and maybe I could change my tactics. But marketing controversy, to get people to listen, doesn't mean I am controversy. Now, three years later, I'm going to be real with you, Rich. Man, maybe you can address this to me and maybe others. I find that the moment you express individuality in holy hip-hop, even within your own camp, unity gets thrown out the door. Because I've noticed that unity 
is based upon uniformity. If you think like the way my ministry thinks, like the way my radio show thinks, the way my social website goes, we cool. But as soon as you start thinking a little bit like, okay, we're, we're, we're together, but I'm on, I'm my own individual, you, you get thrown into this whole, I'm a, I struggle with this, I stopped preaching unity a long time ago, but it's, I don't even, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if it's even possible. Okay. I let, don't let me, know. Let me help you out, man. I don't know. Let me, let me help you out a little bit. Let me help you out, man. Um, I, like you, have, you know what I'm saying, in the beginning had the same thoughts, you know what I'm saying, and experienced the same similar things, you know, once you, once you express a difference of opinion. And it's not just theologically, just period, on your views musically, on your view of what's, what's, what, what makes a great song, just anything, period, you know what I'm saying, on, on how business should be ran, on, uh-huh. on how you should run your own ministry. Exactly. As long as you say, as long as I, like, like, like how you can express to me, I'm, I'm at a place where you can say to me, for example, that I use controversy to market my show. Now, me as a businessman, now understand what I'm saying, I'm a minister, I'm a pastor, I'm a rap uh, minister, I did this for so many years and I will do it until the Lord sees fit, you know what I'm saying? But as a businessman too, for the last how many years, who has, you know, figured out ways and the Lord has given me ability to get well, I can sit here on this phone and while there are others who are very angry, that you just said you use controversy to market your show, and they say, you know, they got spiritual with a business tactic, they're ready to throw you out the door. Mm-hmm. They're ready to say, oh, you see, this is why I don't listen to Holofed, because he just said it, he just admitted, he uses uh, controversy to market, and that's not God, and God wouldn't do this, and did Jesus ever do any, did Jesus ever market? And they would go down this whole road, but what they don't understand is that that's, they don't know how to separate business strategy from whatever. Now, me, being so many years in business, you can say that easily to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand what you're saying 200%. It doesn't offend me. I'm cool with it. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I see what you say. You know what I'm saying? Controversy does do what it does. The fact that so many people are probably going to listen to this. It's because it was controversial. Uh-huh. If it wasn't, they wouldn't listen. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, um, so I understand. Now, now, I say all that to say, ultimately, for unity to be achieved, there has to be that maturity, that, that, that experience. That's why you'll see certain groups unified and certain, and they cannot, when they bring a new person in, they, they run the risk mm-hmm. of, that person messing up what has already been existing. Exactly. Because right. if that person didn't get the experience and the maturity and the, the level of thinking and the, you know what I'm saying? They might not understand what's going on in this clique. Uh-huh. And so they might mess. So, so that's why you see cliques mm-hmm. forming. It, you know, like, like, like a lot of people are mad with, with Reach Records because they say, for example, Reach Records only do songs with themselves. Me on the outside, I'm saying to myself, well, why would they allow, you know, and I'm not saying that that's their perspective. That's what people say, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I know from, what you mean. From an outsider perspective, I'm like, these boys are so tight together. Mm-hmm. They obviously are in one accord and one mindset. That's exactly. why they achieve it. You know, the credit album next month is going to break records, I believe. I you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so but, but my thing is, 
they were so in one mindset. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. That if they allow just anybody in that camp right now, it could break up the great thing they got going. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So, 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 it's unity for everybody who's a rapper possible. I'm like you. I find it hard to believe that that, that we can all unify mm -hmm. and just be one in mindset uh -huh. because we it's impossible because we don't have one mindset. Mm -hmm. We have many different views on how to do our thing. Exactly. And what we will try to do is make everybody think like us. Mm -hmm. So that'll automatically create the tension which you have expressed yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, can we unify? Here's where here's where can with people on. Now, can we? Unify against certain things, absolutely. Mm. And we unify for certain things, absolutely. For example, if if a clerk me a phone call or, or kind of gave me a phone call tomorrow and said, "Listen, brother, you're out there in New York. I'm down here in Texas. Down here in Philly. Kenton Jones in Atlanta. We all love the Lord." We all probably got different perspective on how we run our businesses uh -huh. and how we view theologically. But the one thing we have in common is that we know this world needs to hear the gospel. Can the all four cliques unify against the, the violence that is perpetuating in, in our society, against the, the, the lust living, against all of this, and do one big concert, one big conference, and the purpose of this conference is to save and bring souls into the kingdom. Can we unify for that cause? Mm. The problem occurs, though, that after that event is finished, if I walk away thinking I'm Rich Records now, or I'm Cage of International, or I'm Cross Movement, I deceive myself. Mm. Because we are not one in the sense of that, that, that we are one group now, one clique, we are one body in Christ, mm -hmm. and we can unify against what Christ is against, and we can unify for what Christ is for. Uh -huh. But when those things are finished and we walk away, the hurt and the bondage and the, the, the fight comes in. When somebody walks away, they when I call the crane out, and I just wanted to see how, what, what, what was going, how was he going to put out his new record, and he didn't want to tell me. God did a concert with him. I called Kenton Jones, and he told me he was releasing Kingdom Business 3. I said, oh, why didn't get a song on it? He told me, you can't put a song on it. Hey, why did he act like that? Like, we didn't do this one event. But what I didn't understand is that, that the only reason we unified was for that cause. And when that cause is finished, we move back into our own lives. Mm -hmm. So then, true, so then biblical unity is found in diversity because we know that absolutely they, that's what, and that's what it's mm -hmm. preach that's the point the point is that maturity that I speak of has to be achieved in the believer first for them to understand that mm -hmm. like I would never walk away feeling like Lecrae is not my brother or Canton is not my brother or Connick is not my brother or Vic is not my brother or, or whoever else is in the faith that you know what I'm saying or Wado is not my brother or, 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 or preach that fire or Bird Book or Chico who's doing rapping these are all my brothers now, do we all have the same concept of how to do business or how to run ministry? No. 
But do I get mad when I don't see them doing it how I wish they would? No. Do I pick up the phone? Do I tell people don't support them? Do I tell them they're not of God? No. And that, in that ability to respect what God is doing through each of them individually is actually what the unity is. So that, for example, for example, Captain Jones is releasing Kingdom Business 3 in September, and in, in, in August, and in September, he calls to do the album release. Now, me and Captain, there's a lot of things that probably, biblically, uh, we, 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 if, if we get into it, we, we, we talk about scriptures all the time when we're in the car together. Uh-huh. Some some stuff we go back and forth on, some stuff, you know, he's strong about some stuff. On. But one thing is, I'm at a point where I know Captain loves the Lord. I know he's sold out to the, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when I see that man banging on the stage hard to get a soul saved, to get a young girl off, off, uh, 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 out of a, a promiscuous life, to get a young boy off crack, and that, that's something that I'm against. I don't gotta, I don't gotta know, make sure that, that yo, your business plan is the same as mine, or you, you, you're, you're thinking, I just gotta know that you believe every man is a sinner, he needs to come to Christ, and Christ will do the work in his life. You believe that much? Let's go. The other stuff we can work out later, and I believe that is what the unity is that we try to achieve. And, and until we can respect each other to that level, now, now you said it excellently. There are some foods that are just crazy in their mind and are off biblically, off foundation stuff they don't got down. Uh-huh. I just. I'm not going to get on the stage because your definition of salvation is not the same as mine. You're not even leading them to Christ. You're leading them to some other God who is disguised as Christ. I cannot rock with you. Exactly. Because that is not going to be, you know, that is out the door. But can I, can I, can I get with a preach that fire later on and do something? Yeah. Will we see eye to eye? Even though we Pentecostals, I'm sure down the line, me, you're going to find some differences. We'll uh-huh. be like, uh, you know, that one I struggle with, preach. And you might be like, nah, I'm sold out on this one, Rich. And I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? And we might argue, but will I, will I, will, is, will that be enough? for me to not unify for or against the same cause. Mm. So the unity can be achieved when we have common things that Mm -hmm. we write, that we unify against and for. But let us not make the mistakes that when those events and those causes have been accomplished and finished, then we should uh, feel like automatically I am signed to your label or you must do it my way. When that event is finished, let us respect the differences and go on our way. Just for example, when you Flame interviewed you and all these other brothers interviewed, you stated your point very beautifully. They stated theirs. You you unified and and y'all did some tremendous radio shows that edified the body, mm-hmm. brought a, a great edification to the listeners. And when the show was finished, you didn't walk away saying, now I'm a Calvinist. They didn't walk away saying, now I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they're Calvinists. I got to be careful how I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah. You didn't walk away saying that you changed your whole theology. Uh-huh. Neither did they walk away saying that they changed their whole theology. Exactly. But for that hour, two hours, you unified and you did something for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only way I believe it can be achieved, brother. And, and, and to take it further than that. You're going to run into the problem you run into, and I just, I agree with you 100%. I just don't believe that type of unity can, 
I got, you know what, the, what bothers me? I got secret fans. They don't jump in the chat room, but I know they listen to every show. Because I see the numbers, and I see the IP address, and the IP matches when they used to jump in. So I know what I'm right. saying to myself. Why do that? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a fan of every other radio show. I listen to this show. And I'm saying, what's the fuss with letting me know that you like Holofest? What's, what's the problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, we got a good show. Holofest is a talk show that has hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? We are theologically right. based in our questions. You know what I'm saying? So... Right. Me as a, as a pastor and a person with convictions, maybe you can answer this, because now you're my pastor. You're my pastor right now. So I'm going to come talk to you. Pastor Rich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I personally, as a, you know, as a man of convictions, and you can address this with me, I have a hard time unifying myself in the area of worship with someone who believes just in the area of worship, who believes that when I'm in their worship setting, I'm, I'm very emotional. If you sing Amazing Grace, because I come from prison, I'm going to lift up my hands and I'm going to speak in tongues straight up, because that's the way I feel. I have a hard time unifying myself with someone when I'm at that level who thinks it's gibberish and that I'm displaying a pagan voodoo manifestation when something like that is intimate. Tongues is intimate. Just like eternal security is very intimate for somebody else. I have a hard time, Rich, being in a worship setting. I'm being connected next, and let's just say I'm trying to do the unity thing, and I'm in an environment where the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in tongues has ceased. I'm going to have a hard time where I'm just zoned out and I'm connected and I start speaking in tongues, edifying myself, that the person next to me is thinking, uh-oh, preacher speaking gibberish, or uh-oh, preachers being demonic, and in their mind, they don't worship God because they're thinking, is this demonic? Oh, man, this is out of order. Man, and then they want to leave the seat. So then my thing is, why even go? We can never be, and I'm going to be real with you, I can never unify somebody who thinks in the well, area of, I, gonna, I can't I unify with them. That's what with, I was going to ask you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That I was going to ask you exactly that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would say to that, why even go to that environment? Because and, people and think, under that. because people think that that's what unity is, and I'm saying, no it isn't. Because, no, it's not, because the, 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 what's going to happen there... Because they say, why can't we worship together? No, and that's a cultural, that's but they say, saying, why do we worship saying. together? Baby, when we get in worship, I'm, 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 I'm uh, you know, I'm... I'm Pentecostal, when I'm in a worship setting, baby, I'm going to get connected. Right. I'm not going to do no crazy barking and out loud speaking, mama tell my bow tie, right. I'm not going to do that, but I'm not going to, so then I'm not going to even go to that setting, but in their mind they're saying, or they're promoting, unity is, why don't we just put the beliefs down and worship together? Baby, even in worship, we're going to be divided because... I'm not feeling nobody saying that that's gibberish right now because I know it's not gibberish to me. It's not. So they get mad. So they can we be unified? I struggle, Rich. I don't think we can. I don't because I can't unify myself with someone that says that or thinks that. But that's my point. That's my point. That's that's the point I was trying to make, Preach. 
ultimately we can unify for certain things and against certain things that we have in common. Uh-huh. But ultimately, I, I like you. If I know if I walk into this building, they're going to consider me crazy and label me, label what I'm doing as gibberish and kick me out. I'm not going to go in there and neither do I feel like I'm not unified with those brothers because I didn't go and worship with them. My thing is, you know, like I, I know a brother like that, man. The crazy thing is the story you just told. Uh-huh. I got a brother in um the, the, the island of Tartola, you know what I'm saying, one of the uh, British Virgin Islands. I go there to his church all the time to minister. He goes to a church called New Life Baptist Church. It's, uh-huh. uh, you know, Baptist by denomination, but they're Pentecostals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's crazy is, though, is that the, he's the assistant pastor, and he got saved while he was living in Canada under Reformed theology. Uh-huh. Now, him, like you, had a hard life, had a hard past. And when he got saved, what began to happen in the Reformed church, um... You know, they were, they, they were singing their hymns or whatever else. And this is not all. See, that's the crazy thing. All Reformed churches don't sing hymns. I know. You know, I know. what I'm saying? Exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so crazy. This, this conversation is so ridiculous. I know. But, uh, not, not ridiculous in the sense of that. I know what you mean. That, that, I know what you mean. But, but, yeah, you, you feel what I'm saying. I know anyway, what, you mean. what I'm saying. So he said this church used to have their whole hymns or whatever. And what, what would happen to him was he just would think about what Christ saved him from. And his hands would fly up in the air, and he would cry and sing louder than regular. And he said, you know, his uh, his uh, his mentor at the time was kind of looking up and said, oh, he'll learn as he grows, you know. Uh-huh. But he said, here he is, years and years later, assistant pastor of a church. He's still very Calvinistic in his, his belief. He said, I still haven't learned rich. Because when I think about what God has done for me, Preach it. it just comes out of nowhere. Preach it. And I gotta let it go. Come you know on. what I'm saying? Come on. So, um, so, so with that being with, with that being said, you know, it, that that's the problem when when um when you have preachers, for example, like me, I will teach people. I will teach my congregation. This is how we worship. Mm-hmm. This is how I worship. If you feel this way, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But I will tell them there might be those that I invite here that will come. Mm-hmm. And they might think it's strange what we're doing. And you might think it's strange the way they speak and the way they talk and the way they act. But I want you to know that don't ever, ever count them out. You don't trust exactly. me as a pastor that who I'm bringing in this house uh-huh. knows the Lord. Mm. And, and and it all goes back. See, that's why I'm saying all the problem goes back to great leadership. Are these leaders telling their people if you see anybody walk up in there and lift their hands and sing too loud and begin to speak in a tongue, if, he, if they're the devil. If the leader is saying that, then we can't even really those type of people preach. Watch this. We can't even really unify against certain things or for certain things because. In their mind, ultimately, they would never even see me as saved mm-hmm. if they're that extreme. They wouldn't even see me as 
somebody who God has touched, they would see the actions of what I'm doing as, as of the devil. That's why I want to be fair in this conversation because there are those who are reformed who I can lift my hand uh, uh, next to and say, "Yo, I gotta go off and, 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 and I gotta speak in tongues, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta worship how I know how to worship." Uh -huh. And they'll say, "Now, brother, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Do you? Do you? I'm over here." And they'll raise their hands. They'll do so. So. In that in that setting, I know they've been taught. Listen, whatever Bible school they went to, some some professor must have stopped them and said, "Don't you ever ever question the other side. This is yeah. what I'm gonna teach you, but don't ever." You know what I'm saying? So uh -huh. when you got people like that that is bringing a balance, it's a beautiful thing, and you'll see it. So once again, it goes back to proper teaching. Uh huh. And uh, like like you said, I would have a me personally. I agree with you. If I walk into a church. And I raise my hand and tears are flowing and you see that as a sign of pagan worship, then there's no need for us to proceed. Mm -hmm. Because if, 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 if the sinner, because the people that God called me to, for example, we were in the Bronx, uh, what, three weeks ago at this sister's church, Grace Temple? Uh-huh. I know what you're talking about. Marion, Marion Avenue, right? On Marion Avenue? Yep, I believe it was Marion Avenue. We're on, on the streets. And I did the altar call. And there's a brother frozen preach. Preach, I'm talking about, like, literally, it looked like he was frozen in his body and couldn't move. And tears is pouring down. And he's looking like he wants to walk to the front. He want, And he can't move. Whatever God was doing in that young brother's life, whatever we said, whatever God anointed to bring deliverance to his life, gripped him and mm -hmm. seized him. Now, he must have had whatever his past was that got him in these tears. Uh -huh. Would I be right to turn and tell his brother, no, 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 that ain't God? I don't know what you're feeling. I don't know what God is speaking to you. There's some things I tell you, man. Reform kind of that don't matter who you are, man. When you just think about how awesome God is, if it don't bring a tear to your eye, you ain't got a heart, man. You just ain't got a heart. I feel you, man. You're right. You're right. Let, listen, I want to, I want to, I want to conclude. Um, first, first of all, from one pastor. Well, let me let me rephrase that because I'll get to the pastor part. From one brother to another, thank you for hearing me out. I, you know, I, I, that was the first time I ever was vulnerable sharing my personal thoughts. I, I shared biblical topics. I know how to preach a topic, and I've gone hard on a topic, but I've never shared. I've never been on my soapbox, man. I just never shared what was really, really on my heart on the areas that I struggle in. You know what I'm saying? So thank you to hear me out and thank you for being patient with me. You know what I'm saying? Because many people cut me off. You know what I'm saying? Let me say this. Let me say this, preach, man. Let me say this. Ultimately, man, and for the listeners out there, and I know this podcast is probably going to get played like crazy. What? We didn't talk about it. We forgot we was on air. But ultimately, let me say this, man, to all the listeners out there, man, it's beautiful that these conversations can occur and, um, Preach, man, uh, if anybody is listening to this and, and, and they start hating you for opening what you feel, I, I think that, that uh, the community would be very hypocritical because, to be honest with you, from show to show, and I've traveled very extensively, these are the discussions that eventually do come up. Mm. So for us to avoid them but have them behind closed doors... It's kind of hypocritical, you know what I'm saying, to down you for opening up. 
So I can't knock you, man, for sharing what's on your heart uh, because it is something that, that many people uh, are talking about. They struggle with as well. Uh-huh. There are people who have been saved in Pentecostal faith and have been disciples in it, and they, they might have heard a scripture that they, they, they wrestle with now and they don't know. They feel like everything they've been taught might not be what it is, and they might need some balance. They might need a, a preacher that might say, hey, now you ain't tripping, you good. Mm-hmm. They might be a reformed person out there who might say, dude, I was praying it. I'm telling you, it happens, preach, preach. I'm telling you, it happens on both sides. I see, I see, I see. And then, and then, and then what happens is, all it is, to the Pentecostal, what's happening is, is some of the scriptures that he might not have been taught, and, and a Reformed brother explained it a little in more depth, you know, he is persuaded that, okay, this must be right and everything I taught must be wrong. But what the danger is, is when you throw out everything you've been taught without balancing it. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen that. I've seen cats leave only to not really come back, but come back and say, some of the things I threw out, I shouldn't have thrown out. Mm-hmm. I want them back. You know what I'm saying? I know they what you come mean. back and say, I want it back. I was misled. And then they said, now I found some other revelation that I never knew existed before. And I see them living in balance. And to the reformed brother who might have been, you know what I'm saying, sitting up for years and years, uh, going through whatever, you know, and then one day something supernatural took hold of him and or he was healed in his body and he couldn't explain the healing or something happened and he just, it just was on the next level and it went against probably some of the things he was taught and now he's starting to feel like everything reformed is bad and, and so he's ready to throw all of that out. I say to him, no, because exactly. you're going to find yourself running back too for some of those principles. Again, there has to be a balance and I believe that, um, I believe a brother like yourself you know, if people really listen to you, you do have more of that balance than a lot of people would try to say you do. Uh-huh. From knowing you personally, I believe I have that balance. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm wise enough not to try to persuade anybody to be of, of my feel. I, I, I would want you to know death, burial, resurrection. Know that you're a sinner. Know that faith in Christ alone, foundation. I will tell you what I believe, and I will pray that God... If he, you know, that 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 I wouldn't have to be his PR person to back up his word. If the gift of the Holy Spirit is available for you, if the gifts are still in operation, and if you want them and you ask God, I believe personally that he is his greatest PR person. Uh-huh. God will show up and do it himself. That I don't have to be the one to validate the gifts. If I have to be the one to validate the gifts, then we all in trouble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's but, what, but that's what I, is that, that God validates his own that, gifts. That's what I tried to so, share with so, you earlier, that I said that we are not promoting the gifts. Because God validates that when we preach the word. See what I'm saying? But they assume that. Absolutely. Like, listen, I know Absolutely. we, we, we got we to conclude this. Final thoughts. Thank you, man. Listen, this is going to be probably another groundbreaking moment for Holocaust, man. Because we, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. I'm loving this. This podcast is going to get like a thousand 
than a hundred thousand dollar loan, Mister Man, because this is the realest talk we've uh, had in a long time. Well, it, well, with that, with that being said, log on to RichieRichards dot com. that rich record. <laughs> Get that rich album, and um, you know, once again, thank you for um sharing in my celebration with those awards, and um, also, man, seeing that this is New York, we celebrating. I just been. I'm gonna be at Rap Fest next week. I'm gonna bring the band, and I'm gonna be live on stage at Rap Fest. Awesome. Next week. I just want to throw that out there. Awesome. You awesome. Know what I'm saying? All right. So listen, so, preach. I love you, love man. You too, and all the listeners out there. Uh huh. This is this man. This man is sincere. He loves the Lord. He wants to see the kingdom grow. He his heart is into seeing people saved. And uh, this, this is great, man. This, this is good stuff. I know, I know a lot of people have a lot of questions coming our way, but it is what right. it is. I can handle that. I can handle that. I just wanted, I just needed somebody to talk to. I needed somebody to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, listen, love you, man. All roads lead to rap fast next week, man. See you guys there. See you there, definitely. All right, no doubt. Peace. Yeah. All right, man. At the new Holocaust Radio, we realize that we get new listeners all the time. And some of you may not know what a fake church gangsta is, so we thought we would give you an example. This is a fake church gangsta. You blow me off like it's all the same. She plays, she plays. Oh, baby, when she moves, she moves. I go crazy. This is not. This is a big church gangsta. Sail upon the dark star and then pursue the morning. Then pursue and then pursue the morning. This is not. And this is a big church gangsta. Time to go, let's go! Now it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye now. I just came to, to say goodbye. Hey, guys, no Yo, see ya. See ya. See ya. You're listening to the new Holocaust Radio.